Hello and welcome to the Student Council, an educational advice podcast made for and by students where everyone is qualified to talk about their own experiences. I am Carter Dvorak and today I am very, very, very excited to be joined by Sam Beckman from Wayne State University. Sam, how are you? Thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Thanks, Carter. I'm happy to be here. Really happy to be here. I love I love your show and your work and all that. And I love yours too. It's so fun to like, I, I still remember freshman year, like seeing your podcast as a senior and being like, that's so cool. And like, you had all the merch, there was what the Sam and Sean bed sheets and, and bed like sheets. all of that stuff. And one had a tote pillow. Someone, I don't know. Someone <laughs> bought one. Someone, I was curious. I, I didn't ever pull the trigger, but uh, that'd be funny to to like own a, a pair of bed sheets from you guys with your faces on it. But yeah, it's a good graphic. I forgot. It was. He brought um Kieran from he was like when he went to Wayne State with me and he I paid him a certain amount of money and he did it and it was it was a good graphic. It really was. Yeah, I love graphic. Good graphic design is, is really something remarkable. It's a, I'm trying to better myself in it this summer. That's one of my goals. That's a good goal. I like I'll use Canva a little bit, which I feel like is so basic. Um, but it's like it's it's, some, it's a good tool. It's a great tool for I think beginning and kind of low budget graphic design. It's it's perfect. Yeah, it definitely is. And I mean, I got to be better about it, but I'm I'm saving up right now for an iPad so I can start doing procreate stuff. So I can start like with my fingers and my hands, you know. Yeah, I see procreate stuff and it is like the coolest thing in the world. Like I'm like this is remarkable. And it's so cool. It's, yeah, it's all on an iPad. That's and that's what I like would love because then I still can use my hands, but also it's just right digital. You know, I can mm-hmm. erase stuff too, which is it feels like cheating, but it's not. You know, that's cool. I've definitely considered. I'm like, do you do digital notes for college? Like, are you a physical notes kind of person? Um, I'm a little bit of both. It kind of depends okay. on the class. I'm honestly, I'm probably one of the worst note takers you'll ever meet, probably. I'm not someone that should you should look after. Um, I'm better on digital. I'm better typing because I think it's more if I'm typing, I'm not browsing the web for something else. I should be writing stuff down, but I end up doodling. So I end up just drawing stuff. So fair. it's hard. It is. Yeah. I like I see people who do like who have, you know, the, the, the pencil and the iPads in class. And I'm like, I feel like it's a skill I should like start to learn at some point. Like, I think it's going to be something that's very cool i just i'm like i'm like is this gonna help or not but i'll be I've, I've thought about it for college yeah and like with those ipads you can just like yeah you can do all the notes you can annotate and it'll just like write the it's crazy i i can't believe i feel like an old person saying the technology is crazy me too but... truly but um to get into the intro question um we've been bouncing around but that's totally cool what has been do you have a favorite five minutes of the past week or just like a general highlight of What's been going on? Okay, I was thinking about this as I saw it. Um, I moved out of my Detroit apartment today. Um, I mean, this week, this like last, I think like last Monday. And I just kind of sat and admired the porch. It was a beautiful apartment and I'm sad it's gone. But at the same time, it was clean. And we cleaned it all. So we did, we're going to get our security deposit back probably. And it was just a nice sigh of relief because it, took like four hours to move all the stuff into a storage unit and clean and just be, yeah, just uh, that was it right there. There's something satisfying to that, to like cleaning something out, moving everything. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'll be curious how like the dorm move in, move out experience is going to be, but 
I think it'll Dorm's be emotional. Dorm's not as bad. Dorm's not as bad. I'll say that right now. You're going to make a little step up when you go to an apartment, but dorm is not that bad. Nice. Yeah, I think that they give you, like, a time limit, too, where you're, like, you have to move everything in and out in, like, X minutes, and I'm, like... I remember that, sure. Sounds like a game show. Like... It is, especially when you move in. Move in is, like, a wreck. It's... Everyone's trying to do the same thing as you, move in big stuff, you know. I mean, Michigan dorms are pretty... They're pretty... They got some room. Um, They're pretty good dorms, actually. I would say compared to a lot of other colleges, so... That's cool. Yeah. So you're going to Wayne State. I'm just curious what your like what your Wayne State experience has been. Certainly, it's been shaped by the pandemic and everything else. But like, kind of what was your major? What did you think going into it? And how is it now that you're a year out from graduation? Right? Yeah, I'm actually I'm I got a half a year because I'm a little ahead with nice. the pandemic, which is nice. Yeah. So first year I went in dorm and that was fine. My Wayne State dorms are actually nicer than a lot of dorms, but I just didn't like it because Detroit as you know, is the Motor City. So I would say for Wayne State, you need a car to get anywhere. That's one of those cities you just need a car if you want to explore Detroit because it takes 20 minutes to get anywhere. And then sophomore year, I was online, so I was home, which stinks, but like at the same time, I kind of look at it as a good thing because I spent a lot of time with my family. I was at home, so I mean, I don't know. It gave me a lot of time to be independent and still just like around my parents, but like I was doing my own thing because a lot of my friends were at school. But, and then now this year I was back and I was in an apartment in like an old historic area. Like we lived in a 1915 house. That was, and it was, yeah, it was made by architects. It's a gorgeous house. And we just lived on the floor of it. And that was a lot of fun being back in class. Like I like being in class. I mean, online classes, I'll do it, but it's not my favorite, you know? I completely agree. The shift from online to in-person, like, I didn't even realize it at first, like, until I got back in person for the first time after quite a long time online where I'm like, oh, this is what things are meant to be like. Like, this is how, you know, like, there's no lag. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird, but, you know, I think everyone's adjusting back and I, it's just a fun to, like, interact with certain classes, like, when you can just have a discussion people face to face it's like whoa i haven't had one of these in like three years it feels like truly yeah like we were you know i like my high school like i got cut off right at the end of sophomore year junior year was very wonky and senior year was pretty normal but like yeah like the socratic discussions and like just being able to like comment on people and and even yeah not deal with any technical problems no nobody with bad internet no talking over people like because of you know communication or like technology problems it's it's been Great. And I'm hoping, you know, for college now, for the, for your end of it and for my start of it, things are going to be pretty, pretty much normal. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think I have like two online classes, which I don't mind if I have an online class or two with in-person classes, but it kind of just depends. Are these online, but you're still kind of like on Zoom or is it just like more independent reading and stuff? Yeah, it's more like we meet at a time, a certain, okay. it was that synchronous, I think we, I don't know, or it might be asynchronous, it's synchronous, I think. That's interesting, like, because I remember even when I would be like, I did some Zoom classes and some like pure online classes, um, and like those straight online classes were tough, like just rough, because it's hard with a new teacher when you're just kind of having to read and answer questions, like. Yeah, you don't learn, I feel like you don't learn, I mean, you people it's different for everyone but i don't learn that much when i do classes like that 
And then I'm left like, oh, I just kind of wasted some. And when you're in college, you waste money on those kind of classes. So it's tough. It is really tough. I'm curious, you know, talking about housing, like, so you did the dorms and it waned for one year, like sort of most of a year. Yeah, because you're right, because I went, I, we went back for spring break in Saugatuck and then I never went back. Well, I went back to move stuff out, but they told us our spring breaks extended and then they said, oh, we're done. Like it was crazy. Yeah, it was for us too. I think, I think we had a week before spring break or something very similar to that. Where like we kind of treaded water for a week, like not knowing what to do with glasses, and then basically we had a two week spring break, and then we came back to it and everything. Like there were systems in place and like schedules and stuff, which was great. But it was crazy how fast everything changed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still wild. I mean, we're in that recovery and i'm happy to say i actually got COVID for the first time like two weeks ago so oh, wow how are you feeling i'm fine but i still can't really taste or smell that well like i feel like i'm still kind of recovering off that but it was very weird and i had to miss work and i was upset about it but at the same time i knew i had it like i felt weird and i was like all right yeah i got it out yeah that's a good call truly and like it's nice at this point it's you know like you're i assume you're vaccinated and stuff like it wasn't i feel like yep. was it super rough of an experience all around like how long did you have it no, for it was like it was honestly like six days it wasn't okay. that bad and i i felt like i had it for less time and i'm happy i'm vaccinated because i think i would have it would have been a lot worse like it i i had some throat stuff and congestion and then i just felt very like my brain was foggy yeah, I was getting antsy in the house, like going for walk for like three hours and like reading. I was, it's it's hard. <laughs> yeah, oh, I bet. Yeah. Being back under that, like essentially house arrest kind of thing. It's like, yeah. was it required of you to stay in the dorms freshman year or did you choose to do that? Like, I don't know if it was required, but I think like they definitely promote it. And I went in blind and I actually met um, my roommate Sterling, who he, he doesn't, he goes to Atlanta now, like his family moved to Atlanta, but we're really close friends. Like he's honestly like a brother to me. And it was crazy that that kind of turned out like that. Cause I know a lot of people going blind and it's not good, but you should go in blind because it gives you, I think it gives you like a, you're kind of going outside your comfort zone and that could be really good. could be bad, but you're going to learn from it either way. Very true. Yeah, it's it's good to hear some some positive roommate stories because I feel like I've heard so many kind of roommate horror stories. So it's nice to see like people who are roommates and get along. And even I you know I see adults who are like, yeah, I had my roommate and we still keep in touch like 20, 30 years later. Like, that's cool. Well, yeah. And the crazy part is like Sterling and I are very close and we live. It was like a two bed. It's just like two beds, one on each side. And then there's a bathroom. So it was actually we shared a bathroom, but there were certain things, yeah, that he wasn't perfect about or I wasn't perfect about, but, you know, you learn from that. And then also across the hall, Evan and Anon, the two people I lived with this year. So, like, that's how I met them. And that's how I met a lot of people was on my floor. So, you know, it's it two-edged sword because it was – I met a lot of cool people. That is awesome. Yeah, like, I'm, that's kind of nice that you got your, like – your own bathroom that's one thing i'm a little bit wondering like curious concerned about in michigan is like that that communal bathroom experience yeah yeah i've i've been in those communal bathrooms and i mean i don't know how it is day to day but i just know that some students are crazy (laughs) 
and then do some growth stuff. So just mm-hmm. good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe I'm a little bit hopeful, maybe since I'm not going to be on North, whereas where a lot of the freshmen are, I'll get some more like older yeah, sure yeah. students, maybe. Yeah, and like learning communities, if you're talking about learning, maybe that would help. I don't know. I, so I guess I'm curious. I've heard about Wayne. I remember like, you know, I talked to Roy. I think he was going like Connor, people like that going to Wayne as well. Yep. Like, I, I guess I'm just curious. Like, so what is like Wayne kind of culture? And like, how would you describe like Wayne State as a school, I guess? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So Wayne State, I wouldn't say like compared to like Michigan, Michigan State, like not as much of a party school. Like we're very not, I would say Detroit as a whole, like that's kind of your embodiment of Wayne State. Like you're getting more of the city than you are a college type vibe. This college is in the city, which is awesome. And there's a lot of cool parts about the city, but Wayne is also a big commuter school. So it's almost like the campus presence is like the size of hope, you know? So it's very weird that we're the third biggest school in the, in the state, but also like the small, like we don't have much of a presence on campus. Fraternity life is like cool. It's, I mean, I've been to a few parties, it's fine, but um, it really kind of promotes you to do your own thing. Like I, that's what I will say about Wayne, like, especially with me being in business management, I figured out that it's like what you make of it. Um, You can really kind of direct your degree the way you want it to go. I mean, I just took a minor in urban sustainability. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of learning about like zoning and stuff like that. So I might try to get into, you know, planning. I love the city of Detroit. It's really, it's really sad to see some of the dilapidated parts and parts that have just been disinvested, you know? So I don't know, that inspires me to work harder and, I I very much enjoy the city. I love the college, don't get me wrong, but that's that's basically the heart, you know. So I guess with Wayne, like you get to explore a lot of, I guess, Detroit then too, which is really cool. Like, yeah. You know, there's everything is there. Yeah. And, and Wayne has a lot of good classes where they'll educate you on and great teachers, too. I mean, there are some bad teachers like there's a there's a common saying called Wayne stated. Because just sometimes they're like not up to date with stuff. And (laughs) I've never had a counselor. Like I've done all my scheduling for my classes. Like, and I get moved around. That's one part I don't like um, is they'll assign you a counselor that also has like hundred other students. So it's like, when are you really going to see that? But I mean, I don't know. It could be similar at Michigan. I'm not sure. But I met with my counselor for the first time about a week ago and from what I could tell, like, I obviously I think they deal with a lot of different students and I think it's like a small-ish team, but at least for freshman orientation, they do a pretty good job at like staggering and making sure it's all pretty small groups, one-on-one, like, so I'm hopeful, I'll be curious to see as the year progresses, like, how much we'll be able to like have communication with them and like be in touch and all that, but so far so good. I like my, my counselor seems pretty cool. Yeah, and with all that stuff, I would say, like, scheduling your classes, my advice is you snooze, you lose. Like, literally, make make a decision on a class. I don't know how other colleges are, but Wayne State is, like, 7 a.m. you can register for classes. So you get up at 6.58, and you have your plan ready to go, and you just register all your classes. It's It'll save you just, like, time because you're going to get the classes you want if you get up. Maybe not as a freshman, but, like, now I've – I've never had a class. I've never had, a, I've had one like eight o'clock class. And then also I don't have super late classes. I'm always pretty much like 10 to 12 range. And then I'm done by two. So 
Nice. Yeah, I think the same thing goes for Michigan and orientation. I think I'm going to do a whole podcast on, like, how to do orientation. But I did kind of reluctantly, like, in school, I did the earliest orientation slot that I could pick. And I was kind of annoyed right after graduation having to, like, do all this kind of prep work. I am Yeah. so happy that I picked that because already I am on some very, very low wait lists, but still, like, wait listed a little bit in, like, a discussion that I want. And... I think Michigan does it. They, they like give out classes by how many credit hours you have already at the college. So like, Yeah. you know, seniors are going to get first and ju generally junior sophomores, Yep. however Wayne's that stacks the same, up. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. And so like, yeah, especially as a freshman, just kind of kind of try and get in there as quick as possible. And I'm, and I'm glad that like I did, I'm kind of glad that it's done now. Like I don't really have to worry about a lot of orientation stuff until like August again, but yeah, no, it definitely feels like a, I am so glad that I did this as early as I did, and I, I wish I could have done it even earlier, if that was even possible. Yeah, yeah, no, a hundred percent. I agree with you. Oh man. And I'm curious, of, like, going into business, like, what was your inspiration, I guess, going into business? Was that always kind of the plan for you, or... Well, when I first went to school, I was a major in public relations, and then so I, and I minored in marketing, and I kind of thought that was might be the way I go, and then I started to I don't know. For me, it really kind of shifted last year when I was at home. When I realized I don't really want to be working in a cubicle. It's not really me. Um, I know a lot of the business world, like, and this is advice for any business student, is I would say don't get caught up in all the internship competition. Because yes, you will want to get an internship at some point, but you got to find one that's right for you and find one like, just like, don't do it because other people do, are doing it. That's a lot of business student stuff. And I bet it'll be like that at Ross. I bet it'll be like that completely. Um, So I shifted to management because I've always kind of liked, I don't know, putting the responsibility on me. And I, I've always, we talked about entrepreneurship. I recently, I took an entrepreneurship class in Wayne and I'm just like, that's what I want to do. I want to run a business of some sort. So however I need to get there, I will get there, but I'm just going to learn the ropes in a lot of different maybe industries and kind of move around, you know. Absolutely. I think that's a really great plan, especially, you know, like, I feel weird saying this because I'm younger than you, but like, you're young, you, there's there's that availability to go really explore right now. I feel like that's what they always instill in you to go to college is like, just go learn everything. And, and I think that's, there's such truth to that of like, that's the plan is to go learn a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it, for sure, because if you just take it for what it is, like, you'll learn more and just you meeting people there, like, like what Mm hmm. I said earlier with personal capital, that's huge. And Yeah. I think just like those personal experiences, that's off a book, I'll, I'll recommend the book. It's uh, what is it? It's like, um, it's something about like, your, your 20s are the most important decade of your life. Your 20s are the defining decade. It's a great book. I listen to it as an audiobook, but it's awesome. That sounds really interesting. I will have to check that out. I am in need of a new audiobook to just go through. I'm just getting on the audiobook train. I, I used to not be on it. Now I read and do audiobooks. So I'm getting old. <laughs> Especially if it's a really engaging audiobook, I will like really go through them. Sometimes I'll hit some of that are kind of slow and it's hard to like go through and read them. But yeah, I'm trying to get back into reading this summer. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and people don't realize like it really does help with just like your mental health. Like you take 20 minutes to read every day and you'd be surprised the creativity that comes out of you. And just like, I don't know, it's very meditative for me, except I am reading a kind of an intense book right now. So 
I don't know, give or take. <laughs> it, definitely. I I did AP Lit this year, and like it was great to read all these books, but like it was just like Handmaid's Tale and all these like heavy like yeah i'm reading like a dystopian type novel about a computer mongol who like can predict your consciousness and he'll like recommend like shopping stuff off that and like he can, he can live till he's like 200 it's scary it's really scary because it kind of hits a little close to home so yeah no those those things that are hitting close to it i don't like the stuff that hits close to home it's like yeah, Handmaid's Tale especially really just creates such a feeling in you of like, oh, oh, I don't like this. But, yeah, I don't like how, yeah, it's 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 good to read, though. It's good to read. Yeah, I've got some uh, some advice questions, more into the, the more general questions. But um, basically, I, I couple these two together because, like, people either have one or this, they're the same answer. But there's this ultimate tip question, which yeah. is basically, like, what is your ultimate tip for somebody going into college and then... Also, like, I have one that's just called Pass It On, which is, like, if you received a piece of advice that you want to, like, further on, I guess, that piece of advice. But either or, if you got advice to pass on or just your ultimate tip for going into college, I'd love to hear it. So my ultimate tip? Yeah. Okay. I would say um, find hobbies. Like, like, do stuff you like because it will keep you sane in, like, the methodicalness of college. Because when college, like, you know, like, in school you get into a rhythm and it's really easy to just kind of get stuck in that rhythm and get out of it. And I would say that just doing different hobbies and not always going into your phone will, will do wonders for you and get outside, get outside, walk, just go for a walk. Um, I know that's pretty cliche, but like, that's probably what's helped me the most. It's just, if I'm in my head too much or like some intrusive thoughts are coming in about how, bad I am at school. I just need to relax and go do something. I'll play Mario Kart. I'll paint. Um, I'll play piano. I mean, I, I move around. Do you, are all these hobbies like, you know, I guess painting Mario Kart, that's more just like stuff you do on your own. Do you do any like clubs for hobbies, I guess? Like, you know, do you, have you, did you join any clubs at Wayne that were like kind of geared towards your interests? I mean, of course, COVID had a, a damper on clubs, but still. Yeah, I I joined I joined Wayne Radio, and that's how I'm doing the Mean Bean Show is through Wayne Radio. Nice. So, and I like Connor told me he's the president, and he's like Sam, you're already our most active member. You just joined because I'm like I'm like the only one that talks in the chat, and I took over the gram, and like I'm trying to push it, and I, I like doing stuff like that. But actually, for me, freshman year, I wish I would have joined a club or something because I didn't. And like I don't know, it's very hard to meet people like when you're when if you only meet people at parties think about like like-minded individuals sometimes that just won't work with you i'm not a super big party person i've noticed that about myself um so when you hang around party people that's what you're gonna get you know find yeah find clubs that like with interest that you like simple as that completely i don't think i'm really a party person of course i think covid really dampened any like big chances of parties like in my junior senior years of high school and even so, I'm very curious what a what a Michigan party is going to be like, and I, I don't know. We'll see how they how they go. It's all good in moderation, man. It's all good in moderation. But I I will say for me, like freshman year, I I was more into the party scene than I am now, and now I feel like a recluse. Like now I I do not feel like I feel like completely opposite. I do go to some parties, but it's very like I don't know. You 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 it wears off. Like I went to like frat parties in, in my freshman year and it just like, it's not for me. 
So I, I just stopped going. Yeah. Were there any like business frats at Wayne? I think that's something in Michigan and I've like, I hear about them, I've considered them, but I'm curious if you have any knowledge about them. I don't know about, there is a business frat. Um, there's a business frat and I don't know the name of it, but Connor's in it. Um, okay. And there's a few people in it. The thing with that is um, it really depends on who's in frat because frats aren't all bad. Of course they're not, but like, mm -hmm. it really depends on like who you're going to be spending your time with. Because I rushed a frat my freshman year, and I, I did it off um, peer pressure, basically, like because some of my friends were doing it, and I just ended up hating it. So it's I'm curious. I think that there's I've I've heard of a couple different ones, and I'm like, yeah, I think it really depends on the frat and exactly the people in the frat, because that's really what makes the frat whatever frat it is. Yeah, it's like Pike. Like you know, Pike has a bad, a notorious bad reputation but there are a lot of nice guys at pike at one state but just wasn't for me totally fair i am curious about that kind of going in like freshman year do you have an expectation of like college or how things at wayne would be and like how did that reality compare both like pre-covid and then of course with the pandemic really changing any expectations anybody had yeah so um i guess like my freshman year i kind of went in thinking i was just gonna meet a lot of people and just be able to hang out with people all the time and find my friend group and and you do you you end up finding it but it takes a little bit to like i don't know take the training wheels off i guess like my second semester was when i really was getting in the flow of things and of course that's when COVID hit my my when i came back it was more like i know these i know some of these people these people that i like so now it's like developing that relationship with them like even my roommates you know like i i moved in with them and i didn't know them what we were friends but we weren't great friends and that's a good way to be when you meet roommates you know you're all on your own schedule but like it's 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 a struggle i, I don't know it's i definitely had a more mature approach coming back I don't meet people at the pace I thought I would, but like, it's not like, it's like college students, you know, you meet them in a the class that you're taking with them and that's a class that you like, then you're probably more inclined to be friends with them than just like meeting them at a party or in, in the gym or something like that. You know, you got to find these similar interests and really kind of bounce off that. Yeah, that is great advice. I'm excited. I, for like a first year writing requirement class, there was like, of course, I think the natural, like, English 125, English 126, which all seemed like really interesting courses. But then I found like an English 141 class and it's like something along the lines of like the performances of Ann Arbor. And I yeah. was like, that seems like a really, and I immediately signed up for it. And I think I, I don't think I'm on a wait list for it. I think I'm just in that class, which is great because I think that feels like a class that's going to be really cool to get to go like hear these performances and see these things happening. And it's just so cool. Yeah. And like, I would say that too, like, um, I think one regret I have is just like, I mean, with business, you don't have much room to work with, but with your electives, you got to choose wisely because if you if something you really want to learn, like you should do it and see what you think of it. Because I mean, you only get so many electives and like, I got an entrepreneurship elective this year and that was a really fun class for me. I already knew someone in it, but like we worked together towards a project. It was like kind of like an elevator pitch type thing. We would you would get advanced and then you would get eliminated if your idea wasn't my my idea got eliminated like the first week and it was so dumb i felt like i had the best idea but mine was just very like it was grand what do you know do you so recall the idea would you I mind do. sharing what what is yeah, this no. um so 
it was the Boston Edison Creative Collective. That's what I called it because it was this old school building that's not used anymore in Detroit. And I wanted it to be like a kind of like a subscription based service where like you pay a certain amount of money and then it's like trades. So you could like learn how to cook there. You, there would be computers there. There would be gardening stuff like that. Like I would, you would spread it out a little bit and then there would be like teachers and you can go in and do workshops and I just, that was my idea. So I didn't have all the details down, but I still think it's a good idea. So that's a great idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I got so down. I was really mad about it, but and so, and I thought about like having like galleries, kind of like SCA. Like I got a yeah. lot of information from the SCA, but I think it would be good for like a, it's, it's not right downtown Detroit, which helps because I think a lot of where Detroit struggles is not downtown, but kind of when people like move out and, kind of it gets more gentrified like that's where those areas are the tax base leaves and then you need help so yeah that's really interesting yeah so i I thought like bringing people together through community stuff like that and then like i I don't know like scholarships and stuff like that would also be involved because i know everyone can't afford that but you know money doesn't grow on trees sadly so i think they shut my idea down dang that's unfortunate but yeah no it's it's always the funding that, but that sounds great hopefully that can still at someday some point like help yeah yeah I, I guess i'm curious about wayne too like dining hall wise like did you do you eat a lot on the dining halls on campus or is it more just like you're in detroit so i feel like you know you have access to all these really cool like in the city restaurants like is that more where you kind of found yourself eating this year i ate more of course out like out I and mean, i cooked more because i mean i had my own stove and stuff but freshman year it just stinks but like it just stinks with dining because my dining hall just sucked like it wasn't good good food at all that's a bummer okay um i think next question this is kind of fun like you're the first person from Talk who i have asked this to which i'm kind of excited to hear now is there a moment from high school that you still like think about or kind of recall there's a few there's a few and people i mean I'm not the disciplined person I was. I mean, no, I'm more disciplined than I was back then. Of course. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about the Jolly Rancher incident. Have you heard about this? I don't think I did. Oh, uh, I don't I don't know why I'm telling a bad story, but like this is the one I think about. So Yep. Miss Bauman, bless her heart. She's the greatest teacher. But I would take Jolly Ranchers from her. So it's pretty terrible. Um I love the blue raspberry Jolly Ranchers, right? So Instead of just taking one, I would take like three or four. And then like we went into her room and I'm like scourging her room for Jolly Ranchers, which is terrible. And she got a camera and she recorded the whole thing of me like, and I literally was like, where are the Jolly Ranchers? Like, if I don't find these Jolly Ranchers, I'm gonna have a panic attack. And like, literally we got sent to the principal's office because of it, even though it was like mostly me in like... It was fine. We we bought her like four bags of Jolly Ranchers, like in return. But like, I do think about that. And just like the art trip my senior year was a lot of fun. Like I went to Toledo and then Detroit. And that was a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I had not, yeah, I had not heard that Jolly Rancher story. Oh, you gotta, I got to send you, I'll send you the video. I'll find Please the video. Do. Like 800 people have the video. So not 800, but you know, like a lot of people have the video. It gets, stuff like that gets around. It is funny. 
Yeah, no, that's it's it's pretty awesome. I I mean, I look back at Target's arc and I have a lot of appreciation for the t- teachers are great and like it's just it's a weird it's weird post school because if you're here in the summer things just kind of um like you just get like I mean I I feel just a lot of angst anxiousness sometimes just like because you want to get out and do your own thing and live your own life it's no just your parents you love your parents but it's like well I'm still in your house and like on your time kind of so I don't know it's it's interesting but I love Saugatuck High School I love all the people that were there and it was a great community and I'm happy I grew up here so me too I really could not think of a better place to have my high school like four years it was really awesome even like especially coming in as a new kid as a freshman like I feel like yeah welcoming exactly and, and like by the end of it it was just awesome to like really you know have such a great group of people and yeah I'm gonna, it's like I'm gonna miss it and it's just it was really cool to like have still some of those roots here like I think it would be a great time to come back to for for the foreseeable future man what a great teacher Mr. Holtz is. oh my goodness oh he's one of the so greatest incredible yeah when I've, like, was, said it on multiple podcasts that he's, like, one of Yeah, the I truly, like, you know, the way that he, we knew, like, the family of one of their kids who's, yeah, now in his 30s, who was, like, one of the first, like, who saw, like, Holtz's first year at Saugatuck. And, like, it's so nuts the way that he transformed, like, that band and the whole music program and, like, into what it is today. It's truly spectacular. And he, like, I, I do not envy his schedule of, like, getting to school at like 6 30 and 7 in the morning and then doing jazz band and then doing middle school band and then sixth graders and then high schoolers and then choir like it's so it's got to be so much and it's truly like he's such a phenomenal teacher yeah yeah it's, it's he's an all-time great and i i quit my junior year and i don't i don't regret it because it's more the people that were in my section that i just wasn't as much friends with like i loved ray but he was very much like I don't know. It was just bothering me. But like when I had him and he also I told him like I told him personally and he was always like, you're welcome in the band room. And like, um, I'm happy what you did for the program. And like, I really enjoyed being in percussion. I mean, it yeah, was, it was fun. I didn't realize you were in percussion. That's cool. Yeah, I was. I was a bass drum marcher. And then also I was like, I remember my highest chair ranking was like four or five, which nice. In a time of like, there's like 12, 13 percussionists, I felt like that wasn't bad. It's really, that's a really great ranking. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, piano helped, you know, I, I did piano lessons. So that helps a lot with like reading music and I can still read music. That's awesome. Yeah. I did that all through middle, like elementary, middle school. And it definitely really helped me. And like, I think it's why I initially joined percussion. And I like, I look, I have no regrets of joining that section, truly. Like, yeah. It's it's I feel like all four years has been a really cool section with like just really great people in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like Ray included. I think he was only there for one of the three trimesters my freshman year, but still it was like cool to meet him and, and like hang out. Just always seemed like a cool yeah. guy. Well, yeah, I just missed it and I, I apologize because that would have been fun. <laughs> but um Yeah. But Yeah, Ray and I used to like mess around a lot. Like I remember Holtz being very sick of us sometimes, but he was always a good sport, so Yeah, he really was. I think he like I think that, you know, in, in moderation with like some, you know, respect, I think Colts was always kind of had fun with some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For Speaking sure. of band, I've like been putting together like a school survival playlist. And I'm just curious if you have like a song or a piece of music or something that kind of got you through a time in high school or college or just like that you associate with that. 
I'm going to be the most cliche guy of all time, but I, I went to a Paul McCartney concert last Sunday. So I got to say, I saw him for the first time. He's a Beatle. Um, if you really aren't into the Beatles, you should try and listen to their albums because they're great music. And it's not like it's, you know, like we're very much like Here Comes the Sun. And there's like other ones like, you know, like I feel like there's a lot of there's like five Beatles songs that people always know. But if you actually like, go through the albums, you, you realize how incredible these guys are and they're timeless. And they got me through a tough time in freshman year. That's cool. I, I think we might have even talked about this at one point. I remember like I, I am one of those kind of fringe Beatles fans, but like I really do feel like there's so many songs that I hear. I'm like, these are great. Like, I, you know, honestly, the speaking of band, the choir did Blackbird um, for like the last spring concert. And it was so good. Paul McCartney. Like, I mean, there's there's he's my favorite Beatle, but um, there's just like you listen to an album all the way through and I don't want to be that guy. that's like, well, listen to it like an album instead of just like pick a song, but they're very well at like, they're well-versed and there's like four guys that are incredibly talented. In that. Do you have a favorite song of all the Beatles? Ooh, that's hard. That's hard. Um, uh, I would say the Abbey road medley. I know that's not, that's cheating because it's like five songs, but she came in through the bathroom window. It's like one of my favorite songs ever. And it's not even like that popular. Just Abbey Road, second half, just all the transitions from one song to another. They do very good at like just chords, progressions, and then just all of a sudden it's the next song. So that's really cool. I love a good transition and a good medley, honestly. Like all the, like even with like Broadway stuff too, like I love like overtures and stuff. I think they're always so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And I mean, the Beatles medley, if like you're with me, I will cry almost every time I hear it because it's the last song I ever made. And like, you'll just see me tear up a little bit, which is Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye is my favorite Detroit artist. So, I mean, he's incredible. And like, what's going on is one of the greatest albums still holds up today about like racial injustice and just like people not getting treated right. So it's, that's a great album too. Wow. Yeah. Well, I got to listen to that then. Definitely. All right. We've made it to the last question here, which is a bit of a two in one, but what would you tell your freshman self in high school? And what would you tell your freshman self in college? Freshman self in high school, I would say, I would just say to try and like, just enjoy your relationships more with people because you, you to be in that proximity with people that you know will never happen again. Like that's crazy that high school is an experience where you see people every day and for good, for better or worse, like it's, it's really great. Um, to be around people like I saw my brother in school and then I would see my friends that are in my grade and then you know like and you I knew who people were four years younger than me I knew their names and like that's thing with um freshman year and I still tell myself this today um is don't keep score you know like it's easy for us to keep to take ourselves so seriously but sometimes you just you can't keep score all the time like about like what you're trying to be and stuff because it's you just take it day by day I think don't keep score is a great piece of advice for college, truly. And it even still, yes, there is something so kind of unique and remarkable about Sogtuck and the like closeness that was there. Like you said, I think for better, for worse, but it is true. Like everybody, you know, like we knew all these different people and like I knew all the freshmen like this year and, and like COVID did a little bit of a number on that where like some of the middle grades got foggy, but still like it was cool. Yeah, as a freshman, I, I knew who you were and Sean and everybody and like, that was cool. Like, that was really a cool experience. Yeah, and I think, like, for me, it was, like, when I was a freshman, like, the seniors were not that nice. Like, I remember just, like, no one really talked to us and stuff. So it's, like, what's what's the point of being 
what, just because they're four years younger than you, like, you're going to be a jerk. Like, it's they're all people. So it could be your boss someday. So you never know. That was something really cool is I feel like very early on, I was welcomed by like all the different kinds of seniors, like Hannah from band, like I bumped, like I saw her at Ida's after my first day at band camp and she said, Hey, and that was really sweet. And then like, you know, and Maya, but also like, I remember Austin from Quiz Bowl was awesome. And like Caleb and stuff. And I will still see these people. It's very cool. I mean, it's, it's always nice running those chance encounters, you know? Yeah, truly. And I feel like it's all, it's like, there's always, you're going to see somebody somewhere, like, which is always kind of nice. Yeah. Or not, you know, <laughs> sometimes you're not able to see anyone and you're just like, oh, there's this guy. Okay. Like as a bartender, I get that sometimes, like, especially now I'm 21 and I can go out. Like I'll go out to a bar sometimes and then people just recognize me as the bartender for Maros. And that's sometimes not a good thing. So, oh, yeah, it's all right. But sometimes I get free drinks. So here's that trade offs. Definitely trade offs. Yep. All right. Well, that is it for the main questions. I guess the final, final question is what do you got to plug? I want to hear all about share your podcasts with everyone here and like everything else that you're doing. Anything else you want to plug? All right. So I'll start with what's most important to me. My Instagram. No, I'm just kidding. My art Instagram. My art Instagram is my favorite. Funkadelic Coffee House. That's my goal. Like with owning a business is I would love to have like a coffee house where I could promote art, have an event space do concerts, do like a liquor license, like stuff like that. That's what I would want to do. That's the dream. And Funkadelic Coffee House came to me this year. I love Funkadelic Parliament. It's one of my favorite funk bands. And George Clinton, this guy that dresses up in like hats and just like all this like grandiosous stuff on stage. I just love that stuff. So that's kind of where I get a lot of my art that I inspire from. I'm a pretty abstract painter. You know, I, I move around. I just get inspired by stuff around me. So if you want to check out my art, Funkadelic Coffee House. And then with that, my, my radio show, Funkadelic Coffee House Chats, is just me. And I just talk to random people about stuff. I'm going to be coming out with more stuff. And then the Mean Bean Show, with I, what I do with my friend Colin Yard and I. And we talk about local coffee places in Detroit. And we give them a rating. And we just talk it up for an hour. So... That's what's going on with me. That's all really cool. Totally check out all those shows. They're all so cool. And like, yeah, your art is really, really cool. I think it's like, I love all the, like the abstract stuff. I think it's really cool to like see. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I'm trying to work on a website right now and make prints more accessible because I'm not going to sell my paintings really because they're too close to me. Um, <laughs> but I want to sell yeah. prints and just like for a good price. And I also, I'll do like custom tote bags and all that. But I just love colors. So that's basically my main emphasis when I paint. So I'm yeah. just trying to tell a story. I like being a good storyteller. Truly. it's There's something really cool to that. Yeah. It's cool. There's so many mediums for it. Like art is great. You know, podcasting's cool. Novels, TV. Like yeah. art can be anywhere too. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I've grown to love about it. Like I really wasn't like I would have never thought if you would have told me like in my freshman year of high school that I would be like a creative painter and I'm, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm working towards it. So like mm -hmm. that, just that struggle is fun. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's the beauty in the struggle as J Cole always said. So, well, I mean, that's everything for me. Thank you so much for being on here, Sam. This has been a blast to tech out job and, and talk. And for the first official time, have you on a podcast? Although the one that old you and Sean episode is still sitting on my computer deep in, in the archives. So I know Sean and I talked about it when we, I was like, well, we never got it. We never made it, but it was a good, it was a good little episode. I'm happy that I'm off.
No, I love that episode truly. It was just the sh- the, honest, the show never made it to to light, unfortunately. But I'll definitely yeah. have to get back in touch with Sean too, and maybe have you either re-release that or do a another one here because I had so much fun with that episode. And yeah, Sean, oh man, that that man is great. He's, he on the, he will be like a broadcaster or something crazy. Yeah, like that. I I can see it. Like it's crazy. Me too. It's cool to see him like going into radio again. Like. I remember you're all freshman from fresh like podcast from freshman year, and it's cool to see now. Yeah, he's at radio. You're in, doing the Mean Bean Show. It's cool to see all that stuff like still happening. Like it's fun because like you you know you go away from it and then you get the itch to do it again. Like we, yeah. I mean, I wish we could do Sam and Sean say in the world like more than anything. That was my favorite because we had these just absurd questions <laughs> and just absurdity, and I I love like that kind of humor. So that's more where i'll get you like i'll i'll just hit you with a hundred jokes and if 99 don't land i'm gonna be happy about the one i'm gonna do another 200 jokes so absolutely comedy is the one podcast genre that i cannot wait to get into one day like truly i think it would be i'm, I'm like i'm wait i think I've, i want to get my chops down and i want to like keep doing stuff i want to take some like little improv classes and all that but like i think that would be a really fun thing to like get into again yeah, man, I, I, I still have the dreams of being like an a little actor sometimes. Like, yep. I, I feel like I got the delivery. I, I want to, I could be good about it. I just don't work at it, you know? Yeah, no, it's like same, same, honestly. It's like I'll do uh, writing. I feel like it was kind of where I've fallen recently of like, like when I, it's yeah. funny when I try to read, like I'll like read three pages into a book and be like, I want to write stuff now. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. But like, yeah, you talk about that inspiration, but yeah, that's yeah, really cool. Get, get inspired. That's another tip it's just get inspired by stuff because we're all human so like the fact that one human can do it you can do it if you put enough effort into it so the ten thousand hour law is real yeah truly yeah well this has been awesome are there any other parting messages from you sam anything else you want to share no man i'm i'm good i i appreciate you having me on here this is a great time yeah this has been an absolute blast yeah if you want to find our instagram totally go check out Funkadella Coffee House first, though, because it's so freaking rad. We are at uh, StucoPod. Um, you got emails, you want you know anything you want to hear from any colleges you want to hear about. Uh, StucoPod at gmail.com is how you can reach this good old podcast. Wish you the best of luck and the best of times in all of your educational endeavors. The Student Council is adjourned.